Article 7. What is Truth? By Jacob Sowell. The question that Pontius Pilate asked Jesus Christ is one that has plagued humanity since the fall of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. What is truth? Or more specifically, where can we find the meaning of truth? Can we find it if we search high and low for it? I fully believe these questions can be and have been answered by Jesus himself and the entire Word of God, Holy Scripture. Let us take a look at Scripture itself and search for truth where it may be found. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1 says, Scripture does not start with proof of Jehovah's existence, his claims of divinity, or his prerequisite for his authority. It simply states that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That is all. And that is all that is needed. The implications of such a statement are powerful. Jehovah feels no need to prove that he exists, that he is divine, and that he has authority. He simply states it as it is. He exists, he is divine, and he has authority over all creation. We're not given any reasons for such claims, nor are we given the opportunity to question or doubt them. They simply are plain as day. If Jehovah Elohim exists, if he is God, and if he is the almighty creator of heaven and earth, then he must be the source of everything that exists, and he must be sovereign over all. For in Colossians 1, verse 16 and 17 states, For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Emphasis mine. Romans 1, verse 19 through 20 reads, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Emphasis mine. If you need further references, consider these. Proverbs 3, 19-20 reads, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Psalm 89, verse 11. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. Psalm 19, verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. In Job, Jehovah asks this question in chapter 38, verse 4 through 12. Where wast thou? When I, cre when I laid the foundation of the earth, declare, if thou hast understanding, who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest, or who hath stretched the line upon it, whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened, or who lied the cornerstone thereof, when the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut up the sea with doors, when it brake forth, as if it had issued out of the womb. When I made the cloud, the garment thereof, and thick darkness a swaddling band for it, and break up for it my decreed place, and set bars and doors, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and here shall thy proud ways be stayed. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the dayspring to know his place? Later, in chapter 40, verse 2, Jehovah asks, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproveth God... Let him answer it. Those are just a few of the many, many examples of Jehovah's simple claim to exist, 
be divine, and have authority over creation as the Almighty Creator. These things are clearly visible. Paul insists, and we are without excuse. Job makes it very clear that Jehovah is above all as Creator, and our questioning His authority is extremely foolish. There is no way that we can deny or disregard Jehovah's divine sovereignty over all. He created us, and therefore He has authority over us. It is as simple as that. Herein lies a problem, though. We humans do deny His sovereignty, so we do deny His authority as Creator. Why do we do that? What do we have against Jehovah that we would do anything and everything imaginable to deny not only that he is sovereign over creation, but also that he even exists? The answer lies in Genesis. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. From Genesis 3, verses 1 through 6. Now, it is not the scope of this article to answer the question of what really happened in the garden. Many, many books have been written on that subject by men better studied and more learned than I. What was the fruit? What was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? What does eating of that tree really mean? I'm not here to answer those questions. My purpose is to dig deep to the root of the matter, Regardless of what you think happened in the garden, something happened on which we can all agree. Man tried to set up his own mind as an independent source of authority and meaning, separated from Jehovah Elohim, the mighty creator. The autonomous mind and reason of man became juxtaposed against the sovereign decree of Almighty God, with disastrous consequences. The effects of this battle have lingered on and on down through the centuries as men tried and tried to break away from Jehovah and set up their own independence. The meaning of truth, separate from Jehovah and his eternal word in scripture, became an endless search throughout the ages, as Egyptian, Babylonian, Greek, and Roman philosophers sought after truth. They, however, would not be able to find it. Hard and long, though they searched for it. The search continues to this day, with men like Hegel, Kant, and others who dive so deep into atheistic philosophy that some of them drowned in insanity in their later years. We as fallen humanity want so desperately to break away and be independent of Jehovah that we truly do not realize the peril in which we endanger ourselves. The simple truth is this. It is simply impossible to build any sort of meaning to reality and truth apart from Jehovah. We cannot do it. The many rabbit trails and dark pathways down which philosophy has taken humanity prove the futility of the effort. It just will not happen. Life becomes meaningless when we remove Jehovah as the foundation of life's meaning. Mankind simply does not have the objectivity to set a standard of right and wrong. And even beyond that, we cannot get away from the law that has been placed in our hearts and minds. We simply know certain things are right and certain things are wrong. We hate it, we battle against it, but it is and forever will be a losing battle. 
Jehovah and his providential sovereignty will not allow it. He is the almighty creator of heaven and earth, and as such, his sovereign decree is the objective standard by which all of creation is governed. Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hath not the powder power over the clay, of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor, and another unto dishonor? Paul asks in Romans 9, verses 20 through 21. If we're certain, if we're, we are the creation, and he is almighty God, as all of the Holy Scripture affirms, then Pontius Pilate has been answered. Truth is found in Jehovah, and Christ bore witness to it. Jehovah is the source of truth and of its meaning, and any attempt by man to find another path to truth, or to find another way to define truth separate from Jehovah, is futile and repugnant to our holy God. You can rant and rave, you can deny it with all the vehemence that you possess, and you can live your life in complete and utter rebellion. But you cannot and will never escape from Jehovah's sovereignty as Almighty Creator. All of reality finds its meaning in Him, and without Him, it all completely falls apart. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. From John chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. From Revelation twenty-two thirteen, I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. From Isaiah 45, verse 5. These passages of Holy Scripture declare Jehovah's sovereignty over all, as well as his unique position as the only true God. We, as fallen humans of the race of Adam, the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the stock of Israel, chosen of Jehovah, must humble ourselves before our God and submit to his holy decree as sovereign creator. He is our source of truth, our source of life itself, and our source of meaning as we travel through his world. His authority is unquestionable, and his right to claim such authority is unimpeachable. May we live in humble servitude to our Master and Redeemer, and may we always strive to encourage our fellow brothers and sisters to do the same.